When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. Hey listeners, here we are in the middle of December. Christmas is almost here. We're getting into the new year. And I'm looking back on this last year and everything that's happened, the incredible people that I've met and the opportunities that opened up for me this year. And I'm so thankful. I'm thankful to be here with you while you're walking or doing the dishes or folding the laundry or driving on the way to work. I just feel so honored to be a part of your day. I wanted to share a review that I got for the podcast, and this was from Jeanette. It's a five-star review titled, Thankful. And here's what she said. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this podcast. My husband passed away in May 2022. I was so lost and confused and lonely. Then I found your podcast and immediately felt like I found a new family, people who understood my pain. I'm so thankful for you. Please keep doing this. Best regards, Jeanette. Jeanette, I just want to say I am so, so sorry about your husband. And I'm sorry that you are on this awful journey too. Something that I always say is that we have this horrible shared experience, right? But we also share hope. The widows that I meet through the podcast and in the Widow Squad, we share this horrible experience of loss, yes, but we also share the desire to live a happy and fulfilling life. So thank you so much for listening, Jeanette. I'm so glad that it's helpful in some way. If you would like to leave a review on the podcast, I would really appreciate it. Leave me a review and I'll read it on the next show and give you a shout out. I love hearing from you guys. Don't forget, you can always email me at jen at widow180.com. The other thing I wanted to tell you about is that we've been getting more and more messages about struggling with loneliness, especially this time of year. And a couple of months ago, we did a webinar video presentation called Kick Loneliness to the Curb. I'm not sure if you caught that, but if you missed it, no worries. You can always catch the replay. There are so many insights and tips on how to handle loneliness after loss because this is by far one of the biggest struggles for widows. It's loneliness. So if you want to watch that video, go to www.widow180.com forward slash lonely. That's www.widow180.com forward slash lonely. It's about 35 minutes long and super helpful. I'll put that link in the show notes today so you can just find it there and click on that. It's very easy. Now, today's episode was pulled from last year and this is 
the best of widow-to-widow advice on surviving the holidays. These are some of the widows that I interviewed in the past, and I just had to ask them, how did you do it? How did you get through the holidays? And here's what they said. And I want to give a big, big thank you and wish a very Merry Christmas to all of the widows that I interviewed this past year. All of the brave, beautiful souls who opened up and poured out their wisdom and experience to share with other widows in hopes that by doing so, they would make a difference in somebody's life. And I truly believe that they did. Here's a reminder for everyone who's listening right now. If you're here, you're needed. You are needed. Every person has a message, a gift to share with this world. The fact that you are alive and walking and breathing is a miracle and something that needs to be celebrated. You are still alive. Your story isn't over. There's still so much more to write. So thank you again to all of my podcast guests this year. It's been such a pleasure meeting all of you and getting to know you. In today's podcast episode, we are going to share some widow-to-widow advice on how to get through Christmas. So let's get started and hear what they had to say. We're going to start first with Kristen Kirk. I did her episode. This was back episode 21, if you want to go back and listen to the full episode. But here was her advice about Christmas. So question number two, the holidays are coming up and lots of widows are dreading this time of year. So what advice can you give them to get through it? I think something that really helped us is I, not necessarily for holidays, because for my son in particular, he was so young when his dad passed away that we didn't get to do holiday traditions together. Um, However, I, for instance, on his birthday, I will let balloons go and we'll send them up to heaven so that daddy gets balloons on his birthday. Um, So I would encourage people to, you know, do something that creates a tradition to, you know, honor your, your, your husband or your fiance or even your boyfriend that passed away, whoever that person was to you, um, create a tradition now that includes them that you can carry on and then that will encourage the conversations where you wind up talking about all the great memories and things like that and yeah it's a little sad because it is what it is but you know oftentimes you forget about things until somebody prompts your memory because our memory has so many things going in it all of the time that unless it's triggered to remember something it's in there, but you don't think about it. So if you do those things, I know memories are something that we all as widows or widowers, you know, whoever you grasp onto those, like as tight as you can, because you don't want to forget. And so one of the things that I want to do is create a journal where every time I have a memory, big, small, little, whatever, I write it in that journal so that 10 years from now when I can't remember something and I want to, it's there on that journal or in that journal or, you know, you can do it on like a little voice record, however you want to do it. But I, I really feel like that would be something good for somebody to carry out. And so maybe on Christmas, 
you get that out and you read all the good memories and every year you're able to add another one because you're like, oh, I was talking about daddy and I remember da 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 da, you know? Yeah. So just creating traditions that include them, you know, if you're able. If you're not able then, and you just aren't there yet, then I would say just try to pick your favorite or your best or your most incredible memory with your significant other and replay it in your mind until you feel a little bit better. Yeah. And then go tackle the world like, you know, you have to, you know, (laughs) but this next piece of advice comes from Kim Murray. And this was back on episode 18. This is what Kim had to say. Her husband. So, um, what advice would you give them for just getting through the holiday season? I would say do what you want that brings you peace. Okay. I mean, I tried to make everything the exact same that first year after Mark died. Okay. I did everything. We stayed home. I put up decorations, everything, the mantle, everything looked exactly like it did. The only thing that missing obviously was their father, you know, Mark was missing, but I tried to do everything else the exact same way. And I hated every single minute of it. Oh yeah, I hated it. Yeah. And I thought that I'm thinking I'm doing something for everybody else, but I'm not honoring what I needed to do for me. And I think we get stuck in that a lot with, you know, when we have kids and extended family and, you know, Mark was an only child. So his parents are, are my family. I mean, they're my, they're still in our lives. I mean, they're, we're very close. And so I wanted to do the same thing we always did for everybody else's sake, but almost had a nervous breakdown in the process. So my advice would be do what you need to do for yourself. Right. That brings you peace. And you don't have to have, um, you don't have to do what everybody else thinks you should do. And you don't have to have that, the, the thought that this is my, this is going to be my holiday forever. You know, no. maybe just that first year you take a time out exactly. <laughs> and the next year you might feel completely different And you know, well, that's, it. that's it. I mean, the first year we stayed home and the next year we left. I'm like, I do not mm-hmm. want to be here for Christmas. I don't. And now mm-hmm. that my kids are older, um, I don't do as much decorating as I used to do because nobody helps me anyway. And I am quite frankly done with dragging everything out by myself and putting everything up and taking it down by myself. And they maybe notice it, maybe don't, I don't know. So, you know, (laughs) after a while I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I decided to just, um, I still do, you know, other family ritual stuff with them, but yeah. Oh, I think we get way too caught up in what we're supposed to do according to other people. Right. I'm saying don't get caught up in that. Do what you want to do. Yeah. That brings you peace. Exactly. This next clip is from the interview that I did with Karen Sutton, and that was episode 79. Here's what Karen had to say about Christmas. I want to go back to what you said about the holidays, because Mm -hmm. I did the same thing. I was like, I don't want to be here for Christmas and I don't want to be here for Thanksgiving. Those are, Mm -hmm. those are family events and I want to be doing something else. Let's go out, let's do something fun. And and I feel like that's, I feel like that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, especially if it's just like, okay, for Christmas this year, maybe it's the first year Mm -hmm. you're like, you know what, we're going to do something different this year. 
Maybe we'll come back to a family Christmas next year and we'll do all of the things, but I feel like, I feel like that's okay. <laughs> do you agree? Oh my goodness. <laughs> do you know what? A hundred percent. I just think it's too hard. It's just too hard. And and I have always been a huge lover of Christmas. You, you know, I always went way overboard. Simon used to go mad at me. Like, what are you doing now? Um, and I loved it. And it's it would start sort of middle of November. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It would just go on. And then he died and I was like, I don't love Christmas anymore and I don't want to be here. I don't want to pretend. Um, I kind of, you have to a little bit, don't you? Because of the kids um, and and that can be a good thing, but it is, it's heavy. And and sometimes you just go, do you know, I, I just want, I want out. And, and when we went to Disney, we went, we kind of drove to the airport on Christmas night. So they still had Christmas Eve at home and they woke up Christmas morning to their stockings and we saw family in the day and then we went off. And, and, and so, you, you know, it's a bit of compromise. That's a good balance. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and it worked. It, it yes. worked and it worked well, but I think, you, you know, you, you've got to do what you've got to do haven't you? Yeah. you you know and sometimes it's just too hard and it's too painful to sit in it yeah I just did an interview last week was it last week yeah last week and um <clears throat> we were talking about how this is such a struggle for widowed moms is because you know we we have to think about our kids we know that, but at the same time, we have to think about what is going to help us get through. So it's like, we are pulled in these two different directions sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like with the Christmas thing, you know, if that's, if you can't be in your house for Christmas and you, you know, it's too much on you as the mom, when do we, like, how do we make that choice? You know, what, what we're going to do, what are we going to put first ourselves or the kids. Mm. It's tough. It's really, really hard. It's really hard. And and I'm a big one for communication. You know, I think we underestimate children a lot. And and I think we keep a lot from them. And, and, you know, it has to be age appropriate, the communication you're having with them. Um, But they're very perceptive kids. They know, they know stuff. They know when you're not dealing with things well. They know when you're finding it heavy and you're sad and and life's not going so great for you. Um, they, They pick up on it. And I think, if we can tell them that we find things too difficult and, and, and what can we do to, to help ourselves through this? Because ultimately, you know, if you as a parent are struggling and finding things incredibly difficult, that's going to impact the, the, the children, isn't it? You know, and I'm not saying be selfish and please yourself all the time, but I definitely think there's compromises to be made where everyone's kind of needs are, are met. And I think, you know, if we can explain to our children what's going on and and, and kind of say we're just trying our best to, to make things good yeah. for, for everyone, they tend to be on board with that, you know. Yeah. Um, but it is hard. It's it's just this constant battle, isn't it? It's a constant battle <laughs> with you these just moral said- dilemmas. <laughs> and this last piece of advice comes from Sharon McHouston. I just did her interview that was on episode 92. So you can just go back a couple of episodes and listen to that one. But here's what she had to say about the holidays. So what advice can you give to other widows to get through the holidays? Well, just survive. I mean, (laughs) first holiday, you know, just get through it and don't put any expectations on yourself to attend anything that you don't want to attend. I loved decorating my house 
for Christmas. That first year, I wasn't going to do anything, but I was walking through Walmart and I found this tree that was, I think it was meant to be outdoors. It didn't have a leaf on it. It was just bark, you know, like a dead tree. It had little lights like on the end of the branches. And I thought, that is how I feel. I mean, just this dead, you know, I felt just completely dead inside. So I bought that tree and that's what I had in my house. I love the lights, you know, all the twinkle lights and everything at Christmas and use that for several years and slowly but surely. And I did not put up a big tree in my house at all until 20, the Christmas of 2019 was the first year from 2012 to 2019. I had little somethings that I would do. Um, so I just, just don't put any pressure on yourself and don't listen to if you feel like other people are putting pressure on you. Um, don't right. Did you feel pressure to do things to like certain traditions and things that with your kids, you know, sometimes it's like, Oh, we do the same. We always go and get a tree the day after Thanksgiving. And that's what we did with dad. And it's like, you feel pressure to do that stuff. Yes. And I think had my kids been younger, I would have really felt that pressure, but I don't think they, I, I think it would, might've seemed weird to them to come home to this highly decorated, oh, Christmas is wonderful this year kind of thing. I mean, I think if they had been still at home and still at school, I probably would have tried to find the energy, the mental fortitude to do it. But um, it just wasn't there. And I knew they didn't really care. They didn't care. And like you, none of you were in that mental state to to deal with any of that. Yeah. No. That does make it easier that they were older. They could understand Mm -hmm. that, you know? Yes. Yes. There is one final clip that I want to share for this episode. And that's from my most recent interview with Anita Coyle. That was episode 152, just from last week. When I asked her about Christmas, here's what she said. What did you guys do for Christmas? How was that for you? So the first Christmas was, I mean, it's so funny because it's very, everything's very blurry in those, you know, first months. So it was really hard to anticipate. We were also coming up on the year mark. Mm -hmm. You run through all of those last, you know, last time this year we were doing this. Last time this year we did this. And knowing that there, that's over. There's not going to be any more new memories. You've run through all of the memories and they're, all gone. Yeah. We had a lot of support from friends and family that Christmas that kind of helped. Actually, Thanksgiving was a little harder for our family than Christmas was. And I think part of that is because the kids are so excited about Christmas and it's hard to not get infected by their excitement. So I felt a lot of happiness and, and excitement coming up to that first Christmas. And it was okay. Of course, it's like, I don't know. It's just weird. You're like, this isn't normal. This isn't how it's supposed to be. You know, we're missing this big chunk. And it almost felt like pretend, right? Like, mm. we're just going to do it this weird way this year. And then we'll get back to normal. Yeah. Right? At some point yeah. in time. Like, this is just a placeholder for my real life. And my real life will be returning at some point in time. Um, so the second Christmas, I would say, was maybe even a little harder because we didn't have the same support from friends and family and people weren't anticipating it was going to be as hard for me. Yeah. So I was a little bit more on my own um, and it felt a little more real that year. But as time has moved on, it's become more quote unquote normal 
because yeah. I have memories of doing this without Jason now. And we've survived it and it's been fun. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, you did it. Like, I mean, I bought all the presents before anyway. You know, it's not right. like right. that was harder than it was before, but just emotionally yeah. harder. So yeah, the yeah. holidays can be so hard for so many different reasons. Can any of you relate to that? Because I thought that description was so spot on. Sometimes it doesn't feel real, right? What we're going through, it's like we're living a pretend life until all of it just goes back to normal again. I know I definitely felt that way for a while. Anyway, I hope this has been helpful. If you feel like you need extra help trying to figure out this widow thing, come on over and join us in the Widow Squad. We just had an incredible guest speaker just yesterday, and we're doing a holiday gift exchange next week. We do group coaching and exercises and weekly discussions so that you walk away feeling understood and less alone. Join us at widowsquad.com. That's widowsquad.com. Until next week, believe in the possibilities. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.